Hello and welcome to another scary episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burroughs. And we have just come from the cinema and we have seen scary stories to tell in the dark. It did, yeah. They were very scary. They were some scary stories. And it was dark. It, so it all, I mean, they really landed on that title, didn't they? They did. They did a they, good job with that. They did do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, felt, I felt scary. It was dark. Stories were being told. It's basically firing on all cylinders. It really, I really, think. you get you get everything you ask for. Yeah, so Phil, did you know it's based off a children's book? Yeah, I like did. A, like a children's horror anthology. Yeah, I had one as yeah. as a lad. I did. I remember. I remember it. Reading it. Yeah, and and being scared. Yeah, I remember reading it and being. I feel like I don't know if it was for children. Was it for for kids or was it like? Because it's 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 not quite goosebumps, right? No, which no. is which is definitely for children. Uh, it's a bit you know scarier, a bit more adult than that. But it's not like Stephen King. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's somewhere in the middle there. I feel. Yeah, I remember <clears> being exposed to it in uh, I don't know fifth, sixth. Oh yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's probably probably around there. You know. Definitely grade school. Yeah, definitely in grade school. Yeah, so, no, you're right. You're right. But yeah, I mean, look, it was it was interesting when I when I heard the concept of them making it into a film. I was like, well, let's see how it goes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so who who directed this? So we? this was directed by none other than Guillermo del Toro. He directed it. He did. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. And he also had a hand in in the writing process. Uh, oh no, you know what? I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I was so it felt so Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I thought he directed it. He did not. My that my apologies. It was Andre Or Orvidal? Or Orvidal? Look, he's he must be Swedish because it's got the O with the line through it. Oh. So I, I don't so Andre. Yeah. Call me up. Let me know how you pronounce your name. What's he done? Uh, well, he has done such things as As that one film. As that one film, yeah. He's done a bit of horror, so he he's most known for Troll Hunter. I, I don't know if you guys remember that one. No, no, you never seen that one. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, that's it. So nothing we've heard of. No, most of these are all kind of low radar foreign, you know, foreign films. No, foreign horror. No, no, just horror films. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, look, look horror is not really our genre, is it? It's not. So he could be huge in the horror genre, and yeah. we could just be two blokes that don't know that. Yeah, but I mean, look, he. He handled this material well. I, I thought he did very well, actually. Um, yeah. Now I will say this: uh, it does a lot of it does have to do with the way it's framed. So, right. so you got to give credit to the writing on this one because I, I remember thinking, you know, the book does not have an overall narrative. It's right. just a collection of short, you know, slightly scary kid stories. Yeah, and, and some, you know, we're talking maybe some are less than a page, right? Yeah, they're the, pretty short. Some of them are like. pretty, pretty short pretty stories. Short stories. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I wonder how they're going to do this. Uh, is it going to be like, you know, Tales from the Dark Side or, you know, Creep Show, something yeah, like that? Yeah, right, right. Um, and I know they actually crafted a narrative to kind of connect all these stories and yeah. make it make sense, which was, uh, was interesting. It was very yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. And I thought they did a good job in, you know, kind of bringing those stories to life in a framework that kind of make it, it makes it make sense. Within the the realm of the the genre that they're trying to tell, um, and I think that was a much better way to do it. 
um, you know, rather than doing the creep show kind of tales from the crypt yeah. type of thing. Uh, I think making it an overall narrative. Um, I thought that was smart. I thought it was very, and it was handled very well. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, it was, I mean, look, it, it's rated PG-13, so it's not, I don't think the movie is intended for the audience of the book. No. It, unless the book was supposed to be for like 13 year olds and I just was advanced. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, it's probably no, not. No. I don't think that checks out. No. Um, but, you know, so I don't know, I don't think the movie was, it was created for that audience. Right. But, I mean, you know, people that are into the sort of PG-13 horror films, I feel like probably would enjoy this. It's got a, a decent amount of scares. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a couple of creatures in this that were just downright unsettling, if I, if I am maybe so bold. Yeah. Um, you know, it did, it did have a few jump scares, but I don't yeah. think... It didn't rely on it, you know. No, it didn't. And, and much, like, um, much like some of its predecessors, like, uh, like It... Uh, it is probably a good example, um, since you know it, this film is kind of framed in the same way, where it's it's a period piece, it's dealing with children, um, and then there's also you know kind of a scary supernatural element, um, and they borrow a lot from that film in a sense that they rely on the tension more than they do on the jump scare, yeah. uh, which I actually think lends itself to be a better film, because um, there are some very tense moments in there, uh, and especially for someone like me who uh, <clears throat> you know throughout the film that they. they they do this clever thing where they, they kind of introduce the title of the story that's about to be told or incorporated into the film. Uh, so if you're familiar with the book, there's a bit of you that's going, oh, I know this one. And yeah. then that just the, that extra layer of tension just makes it so much more uh, enjoyable yeah. for me, definitely. There, there were stories that I completely forgot, but as soon as the title showed yes. up, I was like, Oh my goodness! I remember that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a number of those. Yeah. So yeah, if you think you've forgotten it, uh, I, they they do a very good job in reminding you, uh, and and it's it's very clever. So yeah, it yeah, like I said, a lot of tension. There's there's some jump scares, but overall, I thought it was good. There's only a few few moments where I was kind of like, well, that looks ridiculous. Um, but for the most part, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I think they did. Um, and look, you know, I know how you feel about children. Right. Acting. Yeah. And, Don't like well, them. and while these, they're not like really young children, no. these, they're teenagers. Yeah. Um, they all did really well with it. Yeah. I feel, I, I feel like we're, we're starting to take a turn, right? Because there's a, there's a long period in cinema where it was, you know, you've got the, the, the Goonies prowess, right? Where all these children are great and they're all fun to watch. And then you just get this long string of kids where you're like, I, I hate all of them. All of them. And now we're kind of swinging back to, you know, I think it, again, not to keep hammering down on the similarities, but it was another great example where the film is all children and they're all fantastic. Um, and in this film, I, I felt the same way. I felt all of them did a great job uh, as, you know, yeah. kind of carrying the, the film. I mean, aside from a few, you know, extras and, you know, maybe people with like one line, there's like two adults in the whole film. Yeah. Really. Right. <laughs> they, they are truly the core of the film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And look, I don't know any of these kids. Never seen them before. No. But we should no. probably talk about, you know, one or two of them. Yeah, I can tell you all the names and um, sure. you let's, won't recognize we'll, any of them. Let's go one at a time. We'll just, all right. It was just the main four. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll start with Zoe Margaret Coletti, uh, who plays Stella, who's our main protagonist. Uh, in the film, yeah, she she carries the brunt of the uh, 
the acting. Yes. Would you say? Yes, yes she does. She has, right, and, she has and, the most ups and downs. To be fair, she's given the most to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, she's uh, she's absolutely fantastic. Um, a, a huge emotional range. Uh, yeah, she's very, very good. Uh, I, I enjoyed her a lot. Um, so next we have Michael Garza, uh, who plays Ramon. Yeah, now he... He don't have as much emotional range throughout most of this because he's sort of like the, you know, mysterious bad boy. Yeah. You know, and, and there's like a secret surrounding him. Didn't really take long to figure it out. No, it didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's he's good. He's solid. I mean, yeah. like I said, he doesn't he doesn't really experience or express as much. Right. Um, but I think that's just kind of built into his character. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I I think there's a bit of that. Um, I, I think he was probably the least. Um, interesting i don't know the right word i'm gonna go with interesting because well, it, it's it does take a long time to really get into what it what it is that he's running from you know right right and and so and they don't really explore it like there's not a lot of things that pop up that like trigger it yeah you know what i mean right so um yeah but i mean he does okay with yeah it. no he's fine um so next will be gabriel rush uh who plays oggy uh, now, you might not recognize the name, but if you watch a show called Fresh Off the Boat, he does play a recurring character. It's Kaylin's favorite show. Um, so he does play a recurring character, so you recognize his face. Um, and he's actually done a number of other things. I'm not going to get into it, but if you saw his face and you've seen some of those things, you'd probably recognize him. Of all the children, he's probably the most prolific uh, in, in how much he's actually done. Yeah, and then he's got uh, sort of a, a buddy-buddy relationship with, yes. with the other character. Uh, who's played by? Who's played by Austin Zanjul. Yeah. 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 Guaranteed he doesn't look like his name. No, not at all. No. In fact, you was, you said. Oh, yeah. So, I couldn't help but... And, and look, if you watch this film, now that I've said it and I've spoken it into the universe, you're going to see it and you're going to wish I didn't say it because yeah. you're not going to be able to see anything else. Um, but I saw him and he looks like he could be the de-aging of Ted from... How I Met Your Mother. I, I'm not kidding. He looks like... If they were to make a spin-off show where it was How I Met Your Parents or Your Grandparents or something like that, whatever it is, if they were to just make a spin-off show where he's now a kid, I found your actor. This this is him. If they made a How I Met the Creepy Ghost Lady who writes scary stories to tell in the dark. There you go. There you go. It's perfect. Right. It's perfect. Call him up. Yeah. It's perfect for it. Um, no, yeah. he's... Uh, so he plays Chuck... Uh, who's pretty much the comic relief. He is. Uh, he's, yeah, and, he's the wise cracking. And him and Augie sort of uh, bounce off each other a bit. I feel like he has the second most yes. emotional yes, you know, roller coaster ride throughout the film. Yeah. Um, but I, and he's very good. He's very good. He was very funny. Uh, I enjoyed him very much. Um, yeah, yeah. I, he, he does he does a really good job. Yeah. So And there's, there's a few other kids uh, throughout. There's a sister and there's a bully-type character. Yeah, that are, yeah but they, know, they're not... They're out of it pretty quickly. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, the, the main, those main four, you know, really, the, the film centers around them. Yeah. Um, they're, they're the main four, and everybody else is just kind of side characters. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I would say the cast does a phenomenal job with, with a relatively decent script yeah. and, and good direction. Yeah. You know, making an overall good pro uh, pro project? Project. Project? Yeah. Project. I don't know. I was thinking of a different word, and that's what came out. It's pro. Yeah. It almost came out process, and then I was like, that's not right. 
That's stop it, brain. <laughs> it doesn't work sometimes. It, it's it, it turns off and on. I find that it fails me a lot, actually. I think we all do, Kaylee. Yeah. Um. So yeah. so I guess you know story, atmosphere, special effects, that sort of thing. Sure. Um. um look, if you've seen one ghost story. Kind of seen them all. Yeah. You know, again, we you know we didn't mention this up top, but we're not doing spoilers right now. Right. We'll right. do spoilers in a bit. Um, but I would say that the the ghost story or you know horror story element of it that's used to frame all the stories from the book is is handled really well. It is handled really well, and and I will say while it is very formulaic, um, in in a way that. Uh, once we get into spoilers and we start talking about it, you're gonna be like, I've seen this movie, mate. Uh, and it, it's, it is very formulaic. I honestly, if you've seen, like you said, if you've seen any ghost story, just think about the plot of that ghost story. And that is the overarching plot of this. Um, but like we said again, uh, this is a better framework for incorporating the scary stories and, and kind of making them make sense in the world that they're trying to create. Yeah. Um, so it, while if you take away the scary stories, it's just another film. Uh, but when you put them in, it actually works really well. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And look, I thought going into this, I was, I was like, it's just going to be something that's, you know, adorable, right? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the movie equivalent of, of Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of oh, the Dark? I was afraid of the Dark remake. <laughs> but there was actually some legitimate moments of, of tension and terror, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, there, again, there's... There's some creature designs that are just truly horrific. Yeah, um, yeah. You could, you could tell. That's why I thought he directed it uh, because you could you could feel him just all across the the special effects department. Yeah. There, it's clear that Guillermo del Toro was like, "Look, I've had these nightmares, and I would like you to make them into this film." Yeah. And he did have involvement, right? He wrote the screen story. Yes, yes. He oh. wrote the screen story along with two other gentlemen uh, who uh, worked on uh, kids' movies. So there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. So that's all you need. You need guys who wrote kids' movies and guys who like to give kids nightmares, put them together, and now you've got scary stories to tell in the dark. If I did have one complaint, yes, I know, I know the name of it, right? I know it's called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, right? However, yes, it was too bloody dark in certain places. <laughs> the, like the opening of the film, and yeah. then there's some sequences at the end where you're like, I can't see what's going on. <laughs> Am I watching Game of Thrones? Yeah, I, know I know it's supposed to be dark, but come on now. Yeah, no, there, there were a few moments there. And I, and I will say that uh, generally uh, the special effects hold up. And I, I think they do a good job with most of them. Mm -hmm. There are some, uh, and, and we'll get to it in spoilers, uh, but there were some that were just so out of place and felt very, very cheap for a film that is has been so successful as it was going through. Yeah, I don't know how much of a, a budget this thing had, though, because, look, it sort of flew under the radar. Yeah. I don't really remember a whole lot of marketing for this. Yeah, I don't think so there was. I maybe there wasn't. I don't expect it to do really all that well. Um, you know, maybe some people go see it for nostalgia. But even once it started, I was like, this is a really weird movie to be coming out. <laughs> In August. Yeah, that's true. I was like, if this would have come out around Halloween. Halloween, yeah. No, you bang make on, it in October. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. But it, it, just... it is a bizarre film to release now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, but I mean, it was really good, and that's, yeah. that's sort of I'm a bit disappointed in that regard. Yeah. Um, but what you were saying with the special effects, 
I do feel like they use the darkness to sort of mask it in places. Mask some of them, yeah. You know, Which this... I think lends itself. There's there's a few, in, in like I said, when we get into spoilers, I will highlight the exact moment that bothered me the most. Because, honestly, there's not many. Um, and there are some that do practical effects, and, and they look really, really good. Um, so, uh, but yeah, they do a good job in kind of masking it with darkness and, you know, doing lights on and off and type of, type of things. Um, but overall, I thought it was sounded very well. And if they were on a very small budget, uh, they do a great job with the money they were given. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, shall we, shall we rate it? Sure. All right. Well, um, look, I was, I was, I genuinely enjoyed myself. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be that great, but it, it exceeded my expectations. I'm actually going to give it four out of five. Wow. Baby spiders bursting out of places they shouldn't be. That is terrifying. Um, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, I I very much enjoyed myself as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I, I did not have high expectations for the film. Uh, and it ended up uh, kind of turning myself around. Um, I feel like four is a bit too high, but I did enjoy it. I yeah. really did. Um, so I am going to give it... Four out of five, do you know how many body parts you are eating when you eat candy? That's that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Yeah. So, same rating, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. it was they, they told a compelling enough story that I cared about the characters and where yeah. they were going. I wanted to yeah. see it through to the end. Right. And there is there's a bit of sequel baiting going on. Just a bit. Just, just a, bit. a tad. Yeah. Um, even though it's not it's not one of those where it, like, does a cliffhanger like you get a complete resolution yeah, of a right. story so don't right. be afraid of that but you know there's a bit of a hey in case this makes money yeah you know <laughs> we left it thing. out yeah um and honestly i would i would go see i it. would go see it as well uh because you know the anthology the the book of scary stories is is quite large so uh you know they don't they didn't get a chance to highlight all of them yeah like uh, only so, a few yeah you know so they've got more than enough stories uh to start you know bringing back and, and incorporate and redo and if it's the same team that comes together again, um, I'll watch it. Uh, I will. Also, wasn't there more than one book? I think there was. Because I, f- I remember more scary stories than yes, in the Dark. That, yes, you are absolutely correct. So, yeah. yeah. So, so they got so plenty of source they're material. fine. These are going to go on like the Fast and the Furious yeah. films. Look, even if they don't get theatrically released, Netflix, you're always looking for something, right? Yeah, yeah, you're broke. Right? You, you need these. Come on. Yeah. You know, someone. What's There's that horror channel what, thing. slash yeah whatever it is what are you looking for there you go so you're a... looking for more scary stories to tell yeah. in the dark that's what you're looking for probably the wrong demographic to be you, honest you think so yeah I think. yeah all right so anyway but is... we tried <laughs> is it uh is it time i think so that's right everyone it's time for spoilers that's right so if you don't want to be scared by our stories they were going to te- tell in in the light, to be honest. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. And honestly, they probably won't be that scary because we're kind of yeah, you know, telling you what really happened. Also, I mean, we could do it in the dark, but the camera doesn't do well in there. I don't have no. night vision, so... Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe one day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So if you don't want spoilers, you should go. Yeah, you should leave. But yeah, uh, Or stay if you love spoiling things. Yeah. 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 Whatever you want. That's right. So. Yes. I cannot believe that the book of scary stories was a woman the whole time. (laughs) 
he's surprisingly half right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, it's this is a weird one to spoil though, because it's yeah. I, I think it's more just you know kind of talking about certain plot points and maybe naming the stories that are in here. That's true. Let, well, let's just start with the framing device. Okay. Yeah. No. There you go. So what we was talking about how it's very you've you've seen one you've seen it all. Right. So it, basically there is a person who was wronged, you know, in the in the late 1800s, and they was they was killed, essentially. Right. Um, and they were blamed for something they didn't do, and so their spirit has sort of come back, and now it's malevolent, and it's causing problems for other people. Right. And by problems, we mean killing them. Yes. Right. Well, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I mean... Making them... It's PG-13, so they just disappear, really. <laughs> yeah, um, but, well, I don't know, that first kid goes down pretty harshly. That was, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be this kind of film. Yeah, that was, that was pretty disgusting, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, there's still no blood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so she, basically this book of hers that she used to, there's this whole legend surrounding her and stuff, and right. people always say that kids would come listen to her tell stories to this wall, and then the kids would disappear. And so our band of heroes, uh, they come into this house that they're not supposed to be in, they find her room, they find her book, <laughs> and the main character, she takes the book, and but you can guess what happens next. And then the book starts telling stories. There you go. So how did you know? Just like writing it, it's it's like writing itself. Yeah, in right. red ink. Right about every and it, and it goes through all the people that were in the house. So anybody that was in the house that had anything to do with the book, uh, they get a story written for them. And whatever is is being written is happening. Is happening. Right. So right. Um, yeah, and then people start to die. Yeah. Or disappear. Yeah. Or disappear. Whichever one you want. Yeah. Uh, whatever you believe. Um, and then, you know, like all horror films, uh, the, the kids decide that it's time to investigate the legend for real. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they go on their journey to try to find, uncover the there's, truth. Right. There's always a library involved. <laughs> yeah, there's a library. There's always there's an a... old blind black lady who <laughs> may or may not practice black magic. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. that was there at the time yeah, sort of a right. thing there's a sheriff station yeah. it's it covers all the there's grounds a mental hospital <laughs> yeah. you get everything all the all oh, the horror locations the you need house you yeah know, you, you get, get them it. all um, cornfields <laughs> yeah right <laughs> wow this movie really went all out didn't it yeah. huh. i didn't even realize <laughs> It happens so put, on Halloween. Like just it's, put every horror trope you could possibly think of into one film. Yeah. <laughs> but it surprisingly did it well. It, it's so what's weird. funny is I didn't even think about how much they crammed into this film until we started going down the list. And that's that's a big deal. Mm. I, I genuinely did not feel that crunch at all. Um, but yeah, so I, you know they do the whole research and then they find out that she was a victim, not the villain. Uh, and then, you know... Killed by her own family. Killed by... Tortured by her own family, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to brainwash her because they had a mill and the the mill was poisoning the town's water supply. Right. Be, based on something that they was using at the, at the mill. Yeah. And then she tried to tell everyone and then they had her committed and tortured and killed. Yeah. And blamed her. And blamed her for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so pre pretty brutal. Not, not a good life. Yep. Not a good life for old Sarah Bellows. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, now she's back as a malevolent, uh, you know, spirit. And um, But, look, all you got to do is tell her story. And it's all good. 
So it's like the it's like the ring in that regard. It is it? like the ring in that regard. Yeah, or the grudge, or yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, except except the ring was sort of like I don't know that little wench. She. Never she never contained. got over it. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter. You yeah. tell it once. It's like, no, I want you to tell everyone. This, yeah. this one seemed more more chilled. It's a bit more relaxed. She was like, oh, right. you, oh you're going to do it? <laughs> well, write it in blood first. Well, okay, look, I'm not going to undo anything I've already done, but <laughs> you may go. Okay. And, and your boyfriend? He's good to yeah. you. I'll, I'll, call, <laughs> I'll call the thing off. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, I, look, you've seen it in, in countless films where somebody finally confronts the ghost and, you know, they write the wrong and the ghost is like, all right, I'm good. I'm done being evil. Yeah. Except usually they're not. That's usually, that, that is true. That's usually the big twist is yeah. like, oh, we, we freed their spirit. Right. And then you cut to that end sequence where it's like, they, yeah. they were the evil one the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this right. doesn't do that. No, it does not. And I, I, was, I, I was thinking it was going to do that. I, I kept waiting for that drag me to hell ending yeah. type of thing. Um, and it uh, it didn't do that. It does no. it does not do that at all. It, but it does not undo what was done. Right. So which was also surprising. Yeah. Because I thought as soon as she was like, oh, just tell my story and it's cool. Uh, I thought everybody was gonna. I thought they yep. were gonna do like an end game snap and yep. everybody was gonna come back. Nope. That, not the case. <laughs> that's the way you would have expected it to yeah. go. Yeah. She was but like, no, no, not. no. These these kids that I've your friends, they're my friends now. <laughs> and look, and that's where I thought. That the you know it's like, it's not a bad bit of of sequel baiting, yeah. Um, but that, that at the end of it, when she was like, you know, I think they're still out there somewhere, and the secrets in this book, and so her and her dad and the other kid that survived, the girl, they're gonna go, presumably say Klaatu Veratar Necto, <laughs> and uh, sure unlock the book of the dead. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. But they're taking the scary story yeah. book somewhere. Yeah. What looked like a cabin in the woods, maybe, and they're going to do something. So That'd be a whole whole yeah. new universe. If they make a sequel, we'll get to see more scary stories, right. I suppose. Maybe Ash shows up. Who yeah. knows? Sky's the limit. Really. Who knows? Endless franchise potential. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, maybe briefly we could talk about the stories yeah, yeah. that they included in there. Um, so there was there was one that I completely forgot about. Uh, was it the toe? It was the big toe. I completely forgot that Me? that was a story yeah. that I've Same read. And, and it's, it's, I think the second or third story? Second. Second. Second story. Because the first one is the scarecrow story. Yeah. Which is the stuff of nightmares. That, that set me off something awful. Um, yeah. and again, it's just, it's done so well with the atmosphere. There's nothing. Yeah. They don't do a bunch of jump scares. Really. Right. There's moments where you're like, oh, oh yeah. my. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, and then yeah. the, the way that the kids dispatched, I mean, when he gets stabbed with the thing, I was like, oh, that's horrific. Yeah. But then he starts turning into a, a scarecrow. Coughing up hay and, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's growing it's out of orifices. Brutal. Yeah. And the, and the, uh, and, and the scarecrow itself is just haunting. Yeah. It's just haunting. And it's, they do a great job in not really making him, uh, you know, like you said, there's not a lot of jump scares. It's just this, you know, bully being lost in a cornfield. Uh, and he just keeps circling past this horrific scarecrow, and then it comes to life, and it's just, yeah. it's it's great. Well, it's it done very, even, very well. It just, like, it comes back, and it's gone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, dear. <laughs> Things don't look good for you, mate. <laughs> and then when it does show up again, it doesn't show up in a, in a you know, in-your-face jump scare yeah, moment. It's just right. like, 
it's there. Right. It's down there away. in the distance. Not and then even it moving. Slowly yeah. comes to life. Yeah, it was it was a great opening story for that one. Yeah. Um but then following that uh is the big toe. Ooh. And that that whole story I completely forgot. Completely forgot. And then it started writing the title and I was like, I've read this yeah. before. Uh and that was like I was talking about. That's one of those moments where you're like Okay, I really need to see this. Uh, I've got to see how they play this out. Um, and it's wonderful. Uh, they do a really, really good job, uh, in, in kind of recreating this story. Uh, and again, it's all built through tension, right? Um, they, you know, they still show the creature that's coming after him, but not much, but not much. Most of it is him hiding. And that's almost as terrifying, if not more terrifying than the creature itself. Yeah. And you kind of know. When when he's under the bed, right, and the door opens, and you're like, "Oh, that's not good." Like, <laughs> and and when he starts to sneak back out, they do they really do a good job of building up the tension. Like, yes. it's going to be up yes. on top of the bed, right? But even then, you sort of know you're like, "No, it's under the bed with him. It's got to <laughs> yeah, be right." But it, even when it happens, you're still like, yeah, "That was a moment oh, where I was like, oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a jump there, but that's not. That wasn't the scariest part of the scene. It's the, they do really good camera work where, you know, the camera kind of pans with his face as he looks to the door and then he looks at the just the tip of the bed and then he creeps out a little bit more yep. and then he looks over the bed and yep. it's, nothing's there and it's, it's done very, very well. They, they build the attention. So it's a slow burn, but it's yeah. so good. It is um, so good. And, uh, yeah, and then he gets dragged to yeah. nowhere. To nowhere. Just, he's just gone. Just, just nails across the floorboards. <laughs> yep. And then he's gone. Yep. You know, yep. and and so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's super good. Yeah. Um. Then the next story is, uh, Kalen's favorite. Ooh. Now this story I did remember. Yeah. Because it's the one story from that book that has never, <laughs> ever left my brain thoughts at all. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty gross. And it's called the Red Spot. Yes. And um. Ugh. Uh, anyway, so it's, it's in the, pretty brutal. The story actually. from the book: so girl wakes up, she's been bitten by a spider, she's got a red spot on her face, and it's continually getting bigger, and she's concerned about it. And her mum's like, "Oh, now obviously it goes down differently than it right. does in the story. It's over right. the course of a few days, I feel like, in the book, and uh, and it gets bigger and bigger. And what happens is she's in the bathtub. She says, like a mom tells her to take a nice warm bath because they think it's you know like a, a big giant zit or something, right? And uh, this thing explodes on her face in the bathtub and just like hundreds of baby spiders come out of it. And that was one of those things we were like, dear God, if spiders can actually do that, I, just uh, kill me now. Yeah, no. That's what yeah. they, and You don't need to tell my story. Just end it. And look, just end it. I, I don't know if that's a thing spiders can really do, but that's one of those things that it created such an urban myth that I just believe that was a thing <laughs> from then on. No, uh, I already yeah. didn't like them, but now you got that to continue yeah, with. Yeah, right. Uh, and it's uh, look, they again the tension building, and you know this this uh, this one kind of speeds through how big it gets. It does. Um, <laughs> like yeah. it happens because <laughs> the way they frame it is that each night the a, a new story is told, and right. that story is going to be resolved in that same night, usually right. pretty quickly. Right. And so once this story starts being told they they you know and each time they have the book so they're trying to get to their friend to help them beforehand right. and um yeah so this one it, it happens at school yeah uh during a play that she's supposed to do and now i will say this 
This is one of those scenes where I feel like they use the darkness to cover up yes. the digital effects. Yes. Because when a face explodes, you just get the briefest, like you see the one big spot that comes out, and then you see a bunch more, but she throws a hand up on her face, right. and then the lights go out, yeah, and then right. all the spiders are in darkness. So yeah. I feel like they did a really good job of working It's with very clever, because it could have gone south very quickly, Yeah, uh, where if it's all in light, and then it, obviously the spiders are fake. Um, but they do a very good job in, in limiting the amount of light that they let into the room um, and, and then turning them off. And then it, it's the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to you. Uh, which is, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> being it is. trapped in a bathroom with spiders coming out of your face. Um, that's, that, that's, that, uh, no one wants to go out that way. Um, so yeah, so, so there's that story and then, uh, and that, that, and that girl lives, by the way. Oh yeah, no, she makes it out. She's, um, she's in Looney Tunes until the yeah, end. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no one believes her. Look, um, I'll, look, I'd be, I'd be gone as well. Yeah, if, no, if that, I, I would too. If that too. Had happened, I don't know what kind of happy place I'd need to find in my brain, <laughs> but I would go there yeah, and I would never... You could shock any memory of it out of me. I would uh, never come back. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't do lobotomies anymore, do they? <laughs> no. But But you can. I'm okay with it. In this instance, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, the next story, I was not that familiar with. I was not... It's the Red Room, right? Yeah, the Red Room. The Red Room. So, I actually have a point of contention with this. Okay. So I don't mind the story, and and I thought it was done fine. But I've got two things that I didn't care for. One, the way that that story is introduced, um, because most of the other stories have um, some a, a better lead-in, uh, whereas this one, the the Chuck, the 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 kid that whose story it is, randomly tells them that he's been having this dream that's been recurring. Yeah. And it happens to be... So, immediately, you're just like, well, that's well, how you die, mate. And they did. It was one of those things, too, where they... When they're first in the haunted house or whatever, the old house, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it all look, it looks dilapidated and all that stuff. And then he goes into a closet to scare his friend. And when it opens up, he's in this bright red room, bright red with, room this, right, with this yeah. older lady and this uh, big, scary-looking dog. Um, and so, I guess that's what's supposed to lead to his dreams. But it's like... So, you're just... I get it. When you start writing these stories, you're creating the narrative. But that one was from so far out. Yes. Like you created the scenario before they even took the book, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. You created the haunting image that's going to invade his dreams so that you could then later on craft your Red Room right. story based right. on the dreams that you've put into his head. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like the other kid um, with with the with the big toe. With the big toe when and the, and the he's food. He's talking to his parents. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to eat this stew. And they're like, you know... <laughs> Well, I, well, somebody made it. <laughs> but see, that one I didn't mind because it, it, it was very much like a, uh, you know, they're reading the stories that's going through and he's very nonchalant about oh, it. So and it's What sort of psychopath eats stew right out of the fridge? I don't, I don't know. Didn't, With didn't, ladle and everything, yeah, just... Ah. Didn't heat it up at all, just starts <laughs> spooning it out. Maybe he deserves it, who knows. Um, but yeah, so that, the way it was brought up, I just felt it was very kind of left field. Yeah. Um, and I felt like if you were really going to hammer that point down, he should have been mentioning it, you know, because, uh, like with the red spot, um, she gets the red spot as soon as the first thing when she shows up in the haunted house. And so she's always got it and they're constantly referring to it. And she's like, Oh, it's a zit, it's a zit, it's a zit. And then once the story starts being told, that's when it kind of starts to go. So you're like, oh, this has been leading up to it. With his story, I just felt like 
all of a sudden he's been having these nightmares and you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, so I had a contention with that and it's, it's nitpicking guys. Um, but then also, and this is one of those things where they didn't use darkness and I think they should have. Um, but with the haunting blob thing or whatever it is. Yeah. The, now this, this was something that was straight out of Guillermo's nightmares because yeah. It looked like a creature for one of his films. Yeah, no, this has to be how he thinks he's going to die. Yeah. Uh, it has to be. Because um, it is just... It's... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's anyways. Just, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's shapes and yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's got this weird, bizarre, like, smile. Yeah, no. I'll have to go watch a Disney film and after it, that. And then it h- <laughs> hugs you to death, essentially. Yeah, it's uh, terrifying. But there's a moment where... It's, it's, it's basically chasing Chuck down this hallway very slowly, uh, and he, he can't get away from it. And there's a moment where they show it in full light, and it just looks like, it just, it's, it's scribbled. It, it, to me, it just looked awful. Looked it looked very, very bad. It's the worst graphic in the entire film for me. Um, and it stood out so much where I was like, no, we need to turn those lights off right now. Uh, because the whole rest of the time, uh, it's always very far away from him. Yeah, so and, you, and in red And light. in red lighting. And then even as it gets closer, because the lights are so dim, it looks fine. And it, it looks horrifying and creepy. And, and yeah. it kind of has that and effect. There's a, there's a lot of cutaways as yes, well. Yes, yes. Um, but that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, you didn't need to do that, mate. It's, it's terrifying enough in the dark. Trust me. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, just the last uh, two stories sort of combined into one, but right. the, what, I don't even know the name of that story, but that creature. Yeah, the Mita something, though. I don't know. Doma. But the moment that thing's head fell out of that chimney, I was like, nope. <laughs> like the grin and teeth that that oh, thing yeah, had. Yeah. That was, that, that thing was disgusting. And it and was. It, it done so well, too, because uh, there's a sheriff in the film. Uh, who, you know, he's a typical run of the mill. I don't believe anybody. I'm hard on everything. Uh, and he's locked the two kids up for not telling the truth about their missing friends. Uh, and then, you know, he obviously he's like, well, this book is full of lies and, and you're ridiculous. And then, uh, he's the one because his dog is like staring at the, at the fireplace. And so, uh, he, you know, he's, he's all, you know, kind of gets all tense and then the head falls out and he just goes, uh, you've got to be shitting me. And it's so funny, but also creepy at the same time. Yeah. It's a, it's a brilliant moment, uh, in, in kind of horror film. I, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. So, and he, he doesn't make it out alive. No. He actually dies pretty brutally. <laughs> he didn't even really try. No. Like, these kids, no. This, you see something you can't explain. And I guess maybe it's just sort of like, like a real person would go into shock if you saw something like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Um, whereas I feel like you should just run. But you've yeah. got these children that are like, get us out of here. And he just uh, he's like shoots at it and that does nothing. And then it just pops up and snaps his neck. Yeah, right. That's it, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then the the other, these, that story and then the, the girl, the main girl's story sort of combine into one to get to the climax of the scene. And, uh, you know, they, they write the wrongs of sorts. Yeah. She writes the story of this yeah. person and makes everything better. Yeah. Until next time. Um, yeah, but I thought it was it was done really, really yeah, well. Yeah, I thought it was done really well. And look, there's there's a bit of uh, you know if, you, if you're reading into it too much and, you, and you're not you're not allowing yourself to kind of enjoy it, you can kind of roll your eyes a bit um, because it is it is a little cheesy in the whole like oh tell my story uh, and yeah. you know it, it does get a little cheese on there. But 
honestly, it didn't bother me at all. Uh, well, like you said, if you take the stories out of it, right, you've got just your uh, just a basic run of the mill, absolutely ring copy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, with right. no heart to it. But the but the uh, the stories and the narrative that they craft out of that, I think, really what sell the film. And again, you know, if you're familiar with the with the book. Right, it's. I think it's just going to mean that much more to you. Yeah, you know? I think so. I think that layer, that extra layer, really does help a lot in in bringing the true enjoyment out of this film. Uh, and then when you recognise those regular moments, uh, it, they don't feel as run of the mill. They do somehow feel fresh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think I think overall it's done very very well. And honestly, like you said, if they decide they want to do more scary stories and do some that I've forgotten. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm on board, and you could even call it more scary you stories to could. tell in We've the dark. already got the title for you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it was the it was the perfect yeah. sort of teen horror film for for a mid August release. <laughs> now you got to release them all in August. <laughs> Just be smart next time if there is one. Anyway, Saw made seven fil- eight nine films for no reason. You know why? They released it in October. Yeah. That's why. Gotta, no other reason. Learn. It's not like the films are good. Learn, please. Yeah. Do yeah. it. All right. Well, I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burroughs. This has been Cineblokes, and we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.